Warning. Missing save file. Hey, it's Bernsey. And I'm Paul. And this is The Missing Save File, a video game podcast where we talk about the games we somehow missed the first time around. And today we're talking about Minute, but we only have a minute to do it. Let's do it quick. <laughs> all, all we need is that click, click, tick, tick, boom. That for me to be well, now we have to again. start over. <laughs> Imagine you are playing a Zelda game, but instead of playing Link, you're a tiny duck man thing. You pick up a sword, a meaningful moment of empowerment in any adventure game, as this sword will be your main defense against the evil of this sprawling open world. Except, surprise, the sword is cursed. Now after picking it up, you are caught in a 60 second time loop. You now exist in this world for one single minute. And at the end of that minute, no matter what, you will die. At the end of that life, you will wake up in the last bed you slept in, greeted by the same cruel timer. Sound stressful? Well, if you haven't played it, you have no idea. This is Minute, a sadistic spin on a classic top-down adventure game created by Jan Willem Nijman, and we're here to talk about it today on The Missing Save File. And Paul, this is one that you recommended that I play because I think you played it on Game Pass. It's no longer on Game Pass, but but it was a while ago. And that's how you played it, right? Yeah, I think I, uh, I think I played this back in 2019. <laughs> you know, the long, long ago, fall of 2019. Um, that's a, that's an entire other lifetime ago, right? Like, wow. <laughs> um, but it was on Game Pass at that point. Okay. And uh, yeah, so I played it then. And, okay. Uh, I did play through a little bit again for this, and then I watched you play it. Uh, just now so yeah as uh, we're recording this moments ago as a matter of fact um and i was able to finish it in one sit down session of about two hours i will say though that's being generously helped quite a bit by um you know chat in particular you you mostly um but you know when you played through it i mean two hours is not an unreasonable amount of time to to beat this game um what did you single session it or did you come back no, to it a couple of times? Not. Yeah, I think I played it over a few sessions. Um, yeah, it probably took me maybe another hour than this. Um, but I also like you, what, 37% the game? Was yes. that what your final percent was? 30, 37%. And, and, uh, this was actually a very clean and easy number to remember one, one, one. So I oh, had yeah. 111 runs right uh, of 60 seconds yeah i definitely had more deaths than that because i i just played more the first time so mm -hmm. um i was doing what what i think your your instinct was to do right to just explore mm -hmm. um so i was doing that a lot more once i got items to do it where um yeah you don't need much to beat this game um and so you got there pretty quick and, and, you know, the two-hour block you used, you watched some YouTube videos and that. You had, uh, you know, the intro. There was a lot of pausing. I think the in-game timer was, what, like 79 minutes? 
Yes. Yeah. So. Well, and, and 111 is also like <clears throat> one of the most important conceits of this game is, you know, not only do you have the 60 second timer, but they very wisely also included just like a self-destruct button, right? Yep. Which is the idea that it's like, you know, in a game like this, where you're every 60 seconds, you have to do something meaningful or start again. Um, I think they very quickly realized that it's like, there's just going to be times where you're going to be about halfway through. And you're just like, well, I can't really do anything meaningful now. So I may as well zorp back to home base. Yep. So I, I hit that quite a few times too. And there were times where maybe I got distracted and I was talking to somebody for, you know, 10 to 15 <laughs> Maybe seconds. some of those times. Yeah. Uh, maybe a few times. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. And so I would just hit that button and give myself a fresh timer. Um, so when you recommended this game to me, I guess, I, I don't know if I've ever asked you this question. What did you think I would think of it? You know, I think when I recommended it, uh, it was at a point, this is a few months ago, I think. Um, yeah. When you had been streaming, I think it was right after, it might have been right after, I forget what game. But in any case, my idea was that this would be a good game to stream. Um, and that mm -hmm. uh, I didn't think about what would happen if you tried to play this alone. Um, <laughs> uh <-huh>. <laughs> and I'm not surprised what happened in that you hated it and stopped playing more or less immediately. <laughs> I, I will say, and, and this is this is a really interesting, like I'm glad we're having this conversation because like I, I'm it, maybe it's because as of us recording this, I've just watched The Matrix Resurrections and I'm in the mood for all sorts of meta conversations. Because if you have not seen the latest Matrix film, um I, I really enjoyed it. It's a mess of a movie. Um it's like kind of weirdly made, but I it's also very endearing. But it is it it is a piece of art that is also very meta in terms of how it handles a lot of the things within its message. And I guess I'm getting very meta right here because, you know, I, I now remember the exact circumstances for which you recommended this game to me. And it was right after we finished talking, playing and talking about near automata. And I reacted to that game very strongly. Like I love that game, but I also wasn't certain that streaming it was the right experience. Right. And so I think you very keenly keyed in on that and was like, well, this is the opposite, right? <laughs> yeah, this here's something <laughs> that you will not get emotionally tied to at all. Mm -hmm. Fun little mm -hmm. quick game that you could do one stream. And and I will say, and, and this, is, this is part of what sent me into an existential crisis following Nier Automata, which is I think I probably would have had even more to say about that game had I been able to experience it, you know, just personally, right? This game is the exact opposite. I have a, a direct AB comparison in a vacuum by myself. I noped out of this game <laughs> so hard. This is this is the exact opposite. This is like the antithesis of what I play video games for. Um, just me stumbling upon this by myself. No chance that I would ever complete it. Just no chance. I would just be like, ah, uh, this is because it's very. I found it very stressful and and just me as a person putting time constraints on me just in general is I I'm, I'm if I'm able to like set my own deadline, I'm okay with it. And I can use that as a motivational tool. But if someone hands me a thing and says, do this within this amount of time, I just immediately go, uh, uh, what? Uh, so, so you did make a comparison and I was wondering if you would make the comparison. Cause I had had this thought and I, I didn't pick this game because I was, this wasn't a, a trap. Um, <laughs> okay well that's good to know <laughs> but one of your favorite games outer wilds is essentially this same thing it is 
a timer starts, mm-hmm. a loop happens, um, you touched a cursed statue or whatever. Yep. And uh, yeah, and then you start over, right? Yep. Yep. And it's basically the same model. Um, <laughs> and so, you know, there's certainly differences between those two games. Big differences, big differences. But but the core idea of the game mechanism uh, is shared. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to find the best example to push back against that because you're not wrong. There's they are certainly both... much more narrative and mm-hmm. much more, I mean, the world is much more vivid in Outer, Outer Wilds. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I mean, I'll mean, I'll say this. The Yes, you're correct that Outer Wilds and Minute are both, the central conceit is the same, right? That you exist for a certain amount of time. You need to progress within that certain amount of time. And at the end of that, you know, they're both time loop games. But they're so different. And like, that, that is akin to saying that like, you know, a Puccini opera and like Paw Patrol Live are the same thing. It's like, well, I guess they're technically both musicals played out upon a stage. But, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, I, you I'm know, not I, saying they are the same game, but I'm saying <laughs> at the core, there's some. I think I might venture a guess that it is the ticking timer in the corner that maybe is the, uh, number one difference or not maybe number one difference, but a big difference for you in terms of why you liked one and not the other. Yes. Well, and it's also, um, I mean, just the, the, the game in, in many moments when, when playing minute, I could not determine if this was content or a troll. And like, that's, and that's, that's my takeaway for the entire game. Is this a game or is it a troll? I can't tell (laughs) because like 60 seconds is just so criminally short. Um, that, that it is, it's basically like I, I, the, the most, I can go one of two ways about this, right? Like it's either, it's either a troll and somebody just wants to troll like how hard they can to see how much they can still get somebody to play a game. Or it's someone taking the idea of a speed run and making it casual friendly, right? Like the idea that, because I thought about speed running this game. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, it's, I think it would be a fun speed run. It's made for it, right? Yeah. yeah it's it's 100%. I mean, and it's, you have to start thinking about the game in those terms um, while you're playing it. Because 60 seconds is just so short, you just don't really have time. The only time you have to stop and think is when you either pause or like between your, your 60 seconds. You basically have to, once the timer starts and you allow the timer to start, to make any meaningful progress most of the time, you have to at least have an idea of, oh, I want to go this way. I want to go try. I haven't looked over here. And like, that's very much not how I play most video games, but particularly adventure games. And so I think I was just constantly rubbing up against the rough edges there where I'm just like, I, this is not how I want to, like when I play a Zelda game or when I play any sort of open world game, I, I just kind of want to let the experience sort of wash over me and then be like, go where the winds take me, you know, right? And that is, you you really can't do that in this game and hope to get anything, really. Yeah, this one definitely, I mean, <clears throat> especially for you on that that idea of open worldness, I think definitely pushes against a lot of the uh, corners of that box of an adventure game. Yeah. I think in interesting ways. Oh, for um, sure, for sure. And I will say... I mean, before we just start going into spoilers, um, you did text me right after this and say, uh, 
that you will admit you had fun. <laughs> I did. I did. So I think, um, so I, I think a good question here would be, um, what is your final take on this game? That's a very, like I sat here and tried to figure out what my final takeaway from this game is. I, so I am very fortunate that, um, I, I have th- over the course of a, a year or more, um, in just streaming stuff on Twitch, mostly stuff for this podcast. Um, I have found a, a, a really good group of friends. So some, some folks like you, Paul, who I've known for a long time, who, who hang out and, um, you know, kind of, uh, help me along or, or just, you know, laugh when I stumble or that kind of like, so I'll say my takeaway from this game is overall positive. I had a very good time playing it, but I had a really good time playing it under a specific set of circumstances that not everyone will be able to replicate. And so this is a situation where it's like, I enjoyed the game in in the setting that I could find enjoyment from it. And I can't get like your mileage may vary, right? Is like, is the thing that I, (laughs) that I would walk away from. If this game was still on game pass, it would be really easy for me to just say like, just download it. Just if you have game pass, download it, try it out, see what you think. And that was, that was when I originally put it on the list of like my short list, it was still on game pass. Um, And it's what it's maybe how much is it? Five bucks. It's very cheap. Yeah. I mean, it is also why I didn't feel bad about it, but no. Yeah. Well, small price. Yeah. Short game, small price. So, I mean, I, I think I enjoyed the game in spite of itself, right? Yeah. So if this sounds interesting and it sounds like something that, you know, I, I mean, I, I can see the best way to replicate this experience if you don't stream or have people who, you know, can hang out with you while you watch it. I mean, maybe just couch co-op yeah, it couch, with somebody. This, is, this is, would be a great game for just having somebody backseating you from a couch, you know? Yes, because because that was the next thing that I was thinking of is like, this could be a game where like if if my wife and I were just hanging out, like a similar style experience, right? Where we could both laugh at like, oh my God, there's only 34 seconds. Oh, there's only 20 seconds. Oh, there's five seconds, you know, right? And, and I feel like that elevates it because that turns a lot of the moments that are frustrating into moments that are just kind of funny. Um, yeah, and I think it's interesting because um, before we just move into spoilers, because I think we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I played it alone. Uh, and had a good time with it too. So like you said, I think mileage may vary on this one. Yeah, I think it's very much, this is, this is very much a, and, and I'll say this before we move into spoilers. Also the, the whole idea, the whole idea behind reviewers and and reviewing and then hearing someone's opinion on a game is recognizing. I firmly believe that objective truth about quality, you know, doesn't really exist. You can argue that certain things are, you can argue that an objective that a game or a book or a film or anything, if it sets out to do this thing, you can say whether or not it succeeded at doing the thing that it set out to do. But I don't think there's an objective answer to was that the right approach? Because I think that varies for every individual. Like that's that's the essence of art, right? And so I think I think Minute is that game where it's like, I wouldn't have by myself enjoyed this game. Paul, you did. I think there's value in that difference. And I think what's nice about this podcast is now this is the 20th episode 
by listening to us, you probably have a feel for where Paul is and what types of games Paul generally gravitates toward and what types of games I generally gravitate toward. And sometimes we're in agreement and sometimes we're not. But I think, yeah, hearing us both kind of have these alternate takes also, I think, has has some value, too. I will say in the comparison to Outer Wilds, at least you didn't sequence break minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would actually like that's kind of interesting. Now, having played it, I do kind of want to look up, you know, speedrun strats of this and see if there are sequence breaks. I'm sure there are. The main um, sequence break. So I, I have watched speedruns and you should. I mean, they're they're short. Sure. Um, the main sequence break is you don't get um, the lantern. So the dark areas, you just memorize. Mm, sure. Yeah. Yeah. That that's the sense. trickiest part of the speed run, I think. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that's, that's our spoiler free discussion in a minute. I expect us to have a, this is going to be a short podcast. We'll probably have an equally short spoiler section. Um, and we'll talk about that right after this on Missing Save File. This is the missing save file. Uh, I'm it's Bernsey. I'm Paul. We're talking about minutes and uh, the first half of the show. As always, we talk about uh, general concepts, ideas, spoiler free. Now we are getting into spoiler territory. So uh, be forewarned that if you do not want to know solutions to puzzles in minute, um, you know, main characters and storylines and plot points and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, this is your out. You can, you can just have listened to the front half of the podcast uh, enjoyed that and maybe try minute out for yourself. Um, if you do want to do that finish the game, come back. This is where we're talking about spoilers. So spoilers, 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 spoilers. We're getting into it. So spoiler, the sword is cursed. Don't pick it up. <laughs> that's the only real way to, how far could you get without picking up the sword? I, I, I can only there's, imagine. Um, there's yeah. the trees or bushes that you could cut that you have to cut down. So, um, you're in a pretty small area without the sword. You're in a cage. Okay. Well, and you were talking about sequence breaks. So basically the, the thing I tried to figure out what sort of semblance of a story is going on because again, everything happens so fast by design. The NPCs like just vomit a single paragraph of dialogue at oh, you as you go by. Except, except that one guy who, yeah, yeah. On my you, first playthrough, I did get to him in enough time for him to finish his story. I just didn't bother with it on stream. Cause I just, I was like, I don't really care right now. Um, but basically what I can tell is the factory is your main objective, which yep. you find out pretty much right out right away after picking up the sword and the guy running the factory is evil. And he's made, he made the cursed sword that you picked up, right? Yes. I think that's the, I think that's the big takeaway. Yeah. And I mean, so, I've not read up on minute lore. I'm not sure there's much more, <laughs> you know, to read up on, but well, and, and basically the whole idea behind the game is, is working up to this factory. You need to shut this factory down and stop this person from making all these swords, with which I would imagine perhaps, you know, this person was going to curse the world, I guess. I don't know. Then you fight, you know, this boss made of swords, walls made of ouch. Yeah. Uh, and then the game is largely over, although you had talked about like any percent. So, I mean, here's what happened with me. I played the game. I, you know, I beat the final boss. I had a broken sword and that breaks the timer, right? Yep. So then at that point, 
I the first thing I found was the toilet and I flushed it down the toilet and the credits rolled. <laughs> I can only assume that there's more beyond that to to go do and explore, right? Uh, or yes, but I mean that is the canonical ending. Um like you did it right. That's intended strat. Okay. Um okay. That is how you're supposed to get credits to roll. So so you played like I said, I, I think you had a normal any percent run. Okay. Um you there's a lot of side quests, right? There's 70% more side quests um, that yes. you didn't do just based on numbers. And yeah, there's a lot of just other random stuff. Like you knew that you were, you had some coins to get the like fast shoes or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. You knew that you talked to that guy. You had just gotten flippers, right? So, and you had gotten the boat parts. Um, a lot of things back in the main area. The first area you could have, gotten with the flippers um there were a lot of other parts of the game to get a hundred percent but not that much that's necessary to beat it i think there's at least one more okay. heart i forget but um yeah there's a lot more in there and some stuff that you sort of brushed up against uh and then kind of wandered away from and some stuff that that you did so well, and there was um, there's also the the side quest with the octopus without any tentacles. Um, yep. So there's a handful of those like fine stuff quests, like the coins, the tentacles. Um, I think there's at least one or two other ones. Yeah. Um, there's some items you found, but then didn't find out what to do with them, um, like the bone. Um, yep. Yep. Which I forget. I forget what that one is. I, I do think that your your intuition was right that there's a dog somewhere, and you give it to the dog. Yeah, that was um, just immediately what popped into my head. I was like, there's got to be a dog somewhere yeah. that I can give this bone to. I, yeah, and I, I think it's actually back towards the start. But there's a lot of stuff like that. But you mm -hmm. hit the big stuff. Um, I think the things you need to do to beat the game are, you know, get the watering can, um, get the coffee, you know, all those, like, important items. Yeah. Be able to throw your sword and then go to the factory, essentially, so. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. There's basically, I mean, it, it is, that's, what's kind of fascinating is how much of the essence of a like traditional Zelda game is, is really distilled into, you know, this really bite-sized experience. Um, it's just, <clears throat> I think in doing so, you know, again, there, to kind of come back to that, I think there's two takeaways from that. You're, you're either like, this is really neat. You're either exhilarated by that or you're stressed out by that. Um, <laughs> You know, this game but, is, I think, meant to stress you out. <laughs> oh, for fair. sure. Yep, yep. I mean the the audio design of the ticking timer is uh, is is a big key there. My my question is, did you go back? So when you beat this game, mm -hmm. was your ending pretty similar to mine? And and then you probably did you play more afterwards to try to, I mean, finish oh, off so, some of those side quests or? Yeah. So I think I forget if I hundred percent it. I might have gotten close. The first time through, um, I don't think I don't think there's a different ending. Like you got the good ending, I think. Okay. Um, <laughs> Which I, is the good ending is just you take the broken sword and you flush it down to turlet. Yeah, you go back to your life. You know. Yep. yep. You solve the problem. There was problem presented, problem solved. <laughs> um, Hooray, we did it. Yeah, it's just a lot more of the side quests and stuff like that that get done. Um. Yeah, I, there's. A few achievements, because I mean, I definitely would have been looking at the achievements for like completing it a run with less than 25 deaths. 
and maybe Most under a certain amount of time. Um, you know, which is doable once you know all the things you need to be doing. Yeah. But also stressful. So. Yeah, stressful in a different kind of uh, in a, in a different kind of way. There's also um, I'm just clicking through here now. The the achievements will basically give you a lot of like if you're worried about this game being short, which it is, um, but it's also priced like a like a shorter game. And and I'm a big proponent that length does not equal value uh, in terms of video games. So um, if you're like minded by that, I don't think you'll be bothered um, by the length of it. There's also there's apparently a DLC or a, or a follow-up with called minute fun racer. Huh? I uh, it says buckle up. That. Yeah. It says buckle up. Minute fun racer is a peculiar little racing game with 100% of developer and devolvers proceeds going directly to charity forever. Huh? I'll have to check that out. So, um, I'm seeing it on steam for two 99. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. Um, it looks, so- it looks like a take on it, it's basically the same style graphics. We didn't really even talk about the graphics, but the presentation is black and white uh, pixel graphics um, kind of, I mean, very stylized, uh, probably very much in the 16 bit era of, of uh, visuals. Um, and this minute fun racer looks very much like it, but it, the gameplay almost looks a little bit like excite bike, like an adventure version oh, of excite bike. Nice. Um, I don't know this, this might almost, I might have to try this out just to, this, this almost seems more my speed. <laughs> so uh, what was, what, uh, favorite, least favorite part of your playthrough? Um, I, I will say that like, w- one of my favorite parts was probably when I got to the North end of the map, which is kind of the final hub area. Um, as you're, you're close to the factory at that point. And, um, I, I knew there had to be some sort of a bed there. Right. And like, oh, I had, yeah, I know where you're going. My, my clock was ticking down and I was like, I was talking to somebody in the lobby and they were like, blah, 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 blah. You, know, you have to find my guests. I don't know where they all went. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Shut up. And then I went up the stairs with the last, like I literally walked up the stairs and it was like, Hey, you found a new bed. And then I fell over dead. And I was like, Oh, thank God. Like, you know, that that distilled for me what the 60 second loop is probably supposed to do, which is the idea of like, you know, it amps up the stakes and these minor little things that would be like, oh, cool. This is where I go. Instead, feel like tiny little minute victories. Um, I think that was probably my favorite moment. My least favorite moment was um, kind of the middle part of the game when I had just started putting things together. There was a moment where it was like, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to explore more of the temple or I wasn't sure if I was like the, the middle part of the game can feel a little bit like a slog when you're the most directionless. Like if you don't have uh, a thing in front of you, that's like, this is the next knot that I need to untie this. That's the part where I think this game frustrated me the most. And I think the first one of those that I ran into when I played by myself, when I wasn't streaming it was the first time I was like, I just, I can't do this. So I think it, I think it was that when I was like, when I, that point where you come across the, um, the trailer or the camper, and then you're figuring out like, do I go down to the temple or do I go, you know, that part I just didn't really like because it, it feels, it feels like you don't really have a good sense of where you need to go. Yeah. Yeah. I could see that. And, and that's definitely one of those places where, um, I feel like it's kind of the same as like with Fez, when we talked about Fez, I said I had the scrawlings of a madman on a pad of paper. <laughs> um, 
I feel like that's kind of a good strat for this one too, to every time you come across something, like you come across that guy by the lighthouse, he tells you something. It's like, I can't use this right now, but I'm going to write it down. Um, or you write down some simple directions or like temple. Uh, I've, I've done up and right, but I haven't done left or whatever. Um, to kind of give you that checklist of things that you cross out. Um, and that's hard to do while streaming. But I, I think that's the, the middle part of the game can definitely be overwhelming just because there are so many different ways to go. Mm-hmm. And like you said, if this was a reg- regular adventure game, you'd just pick one and you'd go in that direction. Yep. But, but once you have the timer, it's like, well, my choices matter somehow more. Um, I only have 60 seconds to do it. Uh, so I, I think spinning it that way is part of what I find really unique and interesting about this. Um, in that that same, I would agree though, the middle part is probably the part that's the hardest because of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it, it, um, I just realized something like this game, I think this game is a simulator for generalized anxiety disorder. Like, and, and the reason why I say that is this makes every decision in your tiny little minute long life equally filled with stress. And this is like, that's anxiety, right? Like that's just, that's, that's. Yeah, it is. I mean, <laughs> and it, it's even your favorite part. Like I was pretty stressed watching that. Cause I was like, I know the bed is right there. <laughs> and you're like stopping to talk to people in the lobby. And you have like under 10 seconds left on this life. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. 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 <laughs> and yep. you did, you did that a, a handful of times where it's like, you had just commented, you're running out of time. You're trying to get from A to B and then you run into somebody along the way and you're like, Oh, what does this person have to say? <laughs> and that is like, that's, I think Paul, that's what you've struck upon is that is how I live my life. Like it is just, I have a general sense of where I would like to go, but at any moment I'm like, Oh, what's over here? This is kind of cool. Um, and, and, and it's really funny because my, my wife, you know, after having known me for, uh, you know, now this is going to be the 21st year of which we will have been together as a couple, uh, knows me very well. Um, and, and she's just like, this is just, you know, she knows to plan for X plus two amount of time, you know, right. Whenever we're, we're doing stuff. Cause that's just kind of how I, how I operate. And like, again, this is a game that's just like, don't do that. It's just like, it's, it's just hitting you over the head with knock it off. You have to know where you're going. You only have this amount of time. It's basically the, you know, it's, it's parenting a toddler where the game, the, the player of the game is the toddler and the game is the parent going like, no, we have to get in the car. You have to get to school. <laughs> like, I don't want to, I have all these other things I want to do. No, you have this one job. Um, and, and and like I said, I, I wound up enjoying it, but only because of that, the unique circumstances I think that I, that I played it with. Uh, that said, I'm really glad I played it. Like it's, it's, it's one of those games where even if I'm not wholeheartedly recommending it, if you see it on sale, particularly like a steam sale or something, or if it ever goes back on game pass, definitely like if the barrier for entry is low enough where you're just like, it's a, it's a cup of coffee or this, you know, it's like throw those bucks that way and try it out. It's it's there's, I can't think of anything else that, that's out there. That's like this. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of it is, um, well, and certainly I, I think it's a fun one to stream, which is what you short sort of came up with. I think was my original uh, thought. Um, but yeah, I, I think this is also, we had talked about 
you know, I, I like a lot of small games like this because for either, either they're on game pass or they're a few bucks and you might spend an hour or two on them. Um, and so I, I think that's a fun thing to, to sort of toss out here every once in a while. Um, not as, you know, our full, full big game recommendations, but these tiny, tiny things, mm-hmm. um, you spend an hour or two with figure out if you like it or not. Maybe that's all the gameplay there is, but, um, no, there's, there's a few more hours in this one to hundred percent it. Uh, I doubt you will, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I will take the experience that I have had with it and be thankful for it. Yeah. Uh, and, and maybe someday come back to it, but it'd it's, be a fun it's... one. I mean, if you, uh, were looking for something to stream between other games and you're like, Hey, let's just try to hundred percent minute, you know, <laughs> learn the speed run or whatever. That's right. Speed run strats. Yeah. Well, I'm still glad that I played it. I think it was a good recommendation. And I think the recommendation taken under your original intention for, for those recommendations, it was, was spot on. So, um, yeah, I think that's minute spoilers. Yeah, I, got, I got nothing else. Yeah. So this was fun, a fun uh, little game. Fun little yeah. Game. Yeah. And this was a micro edition of the podcast. Next time, uh, Paul and I, after we hit stop on this recording, we'll be figuring out uh, what we're going to be playing next. So, uh, keep watching right here for the next game. Of course, uh, as with every episode, we start spoiler free. So it doesn't matter what game we pick. You can always listen along. And then if you are down for spoilers, we will do spoilers in the second half as we did, uh, here today. So, uh, our theme music was composed by Tombo Fry. You can check out their stuff on their Bandcamp page. Um, our website is missingsavefile.com. I stream the games that we play for this podcast on Twitch. You can find me at twitch.tv slash it's Bernsey. Paul uh, streams a variety of games as well on Twitch. You can find him at twitch.tv slash Paul plays some games. Uh, tell a friend about the show. Leave us a positive review on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, Spotify Podcasts. Everybody has podcasts. Wherever you listen, leave us a thumbs up. All the stars. Tell a friend. All that really, uh, really, really helps. Also, if you're a regular listener of the show, I'd also like to invite you to join my Discord. Uh, you can see what games Paul, me, our friends are playing there. You can find out when I'm streaming next. Keep up with the missing save file conversation. Keep that going there. There's a link to the Burns Ward Discord in our show notes. Until next time, I'm It's Burnsy. And I'm Paul. And we'll see you at the next save point. Hopefully you have more than 60 seconds to get there. (laughs) 